Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors on the mic with you on the back porch. Enjoying a little springtime weather in Oklahoma. I want to share a message with you that just kind of put together this afternoon, just some random thoughts and some being in the Word and, and the Word coming alive, you know, like it's supposed to. And I, I, I titled this not just a label. And I was in James chapter 1, and, and I, I want to kind of share with you kind of the main focus or the main point that's coming out of James chapter 1. There's a lot of material in James, but I'm going to focus on James chapter 1. James spends little time talking about like Christ's deity or, or even baptism or even the nature of the church. We see a lot of that writing from Paul, but, but not here from James. Rather, this is a letter about putting our faith into action. It speaks to what Christian living looks like in practice. It's about owning our faith and making it a part of who we are, not just a name or a label that we wear. Framing this letter with an overall theme of patient perseverance during trials and temptations, James writes in order to encourage his readers to live consistently with what they have learned in Christ. He condemns various sins, including pride and hypocrisy, favoritism, and even slander. He reminds us that temptation, in fact, comes from our own desires and can draw us away from Christ's cause, from drawing us away from Christ, causing us to waver. James chapter 1, verse 14 and 15 says, Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. He is challenging us to not be led astray. James chapter 1, verse 16 says, Don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. One of the most important pieces of advice in James, it, it comes in, in, uh, in James chapter 1, comes in verse 19 through 21, where he says, Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness of God's of God the righteousness that God desires. So get rid of all filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word of God that has planted in your hearts for it is the power to save your souls. These verses encourage believers to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, and to get rid of filth and evil in all of our lives. To humbly accept the word that God's planted in each of us as the word has the power to save our souls. Now, he does go on to challenge us to not just read God's word, but to do what it says in verses 22 through 25. Verse 22 says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do it and do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and you forget what you look like. It reminded me of a kind of a joke I've often said. Have you ever looked in the mirror in the mornings maybe and said, well, that can't be right. <laughs> Verse 25 goes on to say, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Don't just hear the word of God. Don't just listen to the words that come out of my mouth or any preacher's mouth or even reading the word off the pages of the Bible, but put it into practice. Do what it says. 
He taught that by governing our tongue with wisdom, we can grow towards perfection. In verses 26 through 27 of James 1, it says, If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you're only fooling yourself, and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Our words and conduct should reflect peace and devotion to God. James cautioned against envying and seeking for superiority over others. And throughout the book, James contended that faith produces authentic deeds. In other words, those who call themselves God's people truly belong to him. Their lives will produce fruit. Jesus taught this in Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. It says, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Now this book goes on to challenge us as followers to love a life deserving of a crown. In other words, staying focused on our mission, keeping our eyes on Jesus, even in the difficult times and the trying times that we will likely face. In doing so, we will receive the crown of life, or, or more accurately, the crown that consists of life. It's a picture of eternal life, which God promises to his people. In verse 12, James says, God blesses those who potentially endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. This suggests the idea that God's waiting for us as well as welcoming us at the finish line and crowning us with honor, blessing, and life that is everlasting. I'm reminded of the seven letters of the seven churches found in chapters 2 and 3 of the book of Revelation. Each of these letters closes with a verbal challenge to endure to the end. And to those who overcome, to those who are victorious, they shall receive the promises of God. They shall be given the right to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I want to challenge you today not to just be a label. Don't just be a name tag Christian. Be a follower of Christ that is recognized by the fruit you produce in your life because of the life of faith that you live out loud. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following along our podcast. Uh, thank you for your support, your prayers. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.